Hello, welcome to another episode of In Conversation. I'm Jane Lai, a contributor at Ears to Feed. In this interview, we'll dig deep into the evolution of Anika's music career and how that's reflected in her new album, Change, her first in eight years. We'll also touch upon her two music videos, Finger Pies and Change, alongside her incredible sense of fashion. But more importantly, we'll puncture through the realities of being a DIY musician and share a laugh or two about some funny customers at a pizzeria that once doubted her abilities. It doesn't matter anymore, though, because she knows exactly why she was there and what she's doing now. Enjoy. Are you in Berlin right now? Uh, no, I'm actually um, I'm in Brandenburg, which is about an um, well, not in yeah, I'm I'm about an hour outside of Berlin, in the middle oh. of nowhere, in a in a village with like five people yeah, yeah. Awesome. are you working on music new music right now or no not at the moment but I was this is where I wrote a lot of the album and um I've been here since 2019 and I'm actually uh, moving back to Berlin it was more yeah like to focus on the album for a bit I need the city again I can't do it anymore <laughs> it's yeah. enough. so I read online that this is your return after eight years of a music hiatus how does that feel um, well, it wasn't really a musical hiatus. It was, um, you know, I was doing a lot of other projects, uh, like Exploded View. We released two and a half, two albums in an EP, and I, you know, I did albums with other people, and you know, I was kind of waiting until I didn't. I don't know what I was waiting for, but I knew that it wasn't quite right. You know, I mean, even with Exploded View, um, when we first started playing together, it was as Annika because they were my backing band. Mm-hmm. in Mexico for a show and um but then it became its own thing you know and and this was the first time where uh I really went on my own and 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 started writing music again you know and 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 this time especially with the songs that ended up on the album it was it was definitely done out of necessity you know it was like yeah there was just so much to say and so much uh yeah. I felt like I had to speak up about you know mm-hmm. how has your new album change different from your work that was you know made about it a decade ago uh yeah it was very very different um the first album was uh, made with Beak in Bristol and so I didn't do anything with the music at all I, I I was just singing on it and it was a very different album you know we we weren't actually when we went into the studio we weren't meaning to record an album you know I didn't even know what I was doing there you know I was just didn't have anything to do kind of thing I just quit my job and was unemployed and was just hanging out with them in the studio so it was a very different scenario and I think and the voice even the the, the you know the vocals on the first album they're so far back in the mix and so drenched in reverb and and things which which I I love this um you know I love this but I think with this album it had to be more forward because like I said I had something I wanted to say and um it was important to to take off some of those barriers you know, to take them away and make it more in right. your face. In general, what are some themes that you see come up in, in your new work? A lot of it is just sort of personal liberation as well as, you know, there's there's a lot of them are personal narratives, but then everything else, you know, understanding of the world and where we're at at the moment and social political issues. And there was just so much going on last year and I didn't get it. And there was stuff happening in my personal life 
but then also in the wider world and there were parallels between them and I just didn't know what was going on you know and 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 the album is a lot about like trying to figure this out a lot of it is sort of it's talking about a lot of different themes and it's definitely about giving a voice to to people you know about speaking up and turning the tables um power tables because at the moment it feels a little bit off balance and that's why it's called change because I, I hope that 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 is something that that is possible and yeah it's just talking about a lot of things and I, I'm sure a lot of people were in that place last year you know especially when you're in lockdown and everything just feels like it's under a magnifying glass yeah. and you just feel so helpless you know you're just mm-hmm. told to stay at home you watch all this stuff happening on the news and and what do you do about it was most of the album made in the pandemic you would say yeah no completely 100 percent. I wrote stuff before uh because I, I took some time out before the before corona and it was the first time I'd really booked off time you know that I thought okay I want to write in this time so I I took off uh, December to to March just before corona or it would it, it was already in um other places then but not in Europe and then corona happened and so I sort of threw away everything I did before and went into the studio in May last year to do and just recorded a load of new stuff and did lyrics on the spot. And it was just getting out all this stuff that was in my head, you know, and so they were all completely written in that time. Was making music your primary job at the moment or did you have some other jobs to supplement? Uh, I Somehow I managed to survive through this weird time, you know, because I used to do other jobs as well. And then Mm -hmm. in 2017, I think was when I stopped doing a lot of the other stuff because I had, I didn't have enough time, you know, and I had to, I was touring with a lot of different projects, like with the Shackleton one and with Exploded View and with Annika and with this writing robot and with, you know, it was just like a million different things and I Mm -hmm. had to give up my job. And then in the last years, I've been doing a lot more, you know, I've been working at home on some more commission stuff. And um, so I managed to, luckily I I I mean I I was just working the whole time in during that time and whether it was on my own project or you know I just I knew I had to just keep working and so yeah I was lucky I got some projects coming that meant I stayed afloat in that time you know like commission stuff or collaborations or you know and so yeah it was all just music that's amazing I I feel like a lot of my friends who are musicians, they had to, you know, pick up essential work or, you know, do delivery, all types of odd jobs to try to make it through the pandemic. But it's very humbling to see that you've been doing music for the entire time. So that's yeah, awesome. I mean, it was it was definitely not not an easy uh, ride, and it was uh, being bold about a lot of you know so many projects that were organised before Corona, and then when Corona happened, you know, with a few of the projects, we were like, what are we going to do? Because we were meant to. One of them was with the punk project in Berlin with a load of female producers and we were meant to go to uh, someone's house and record it all for like a week or whatever, you know, and it was just this thing of being as problem solving as possible and being like, okay, let's start this and do an online exchange. And, you know, the same with this project with the strings orchestra, we were coming up with ideas of how we could film it or we just kept pushing things forward and, and trying to be, I was very thankful that I somehow by some you know just things were coming in from whatever I mean I for years I worked in other jobs you know in Berlin I used to work in a restaurant for quite a long time you know and I've I've been doing music now 12 years and um I've been doing all sorts of weird jobs to supplement and that was the thing even with corona it was like okay 
this weird uncertain thing had happened and with the with all of my shows being cancelled somehow I had a similar shock the year before because I got this weird injury where I had to I suddenly couldn't tour anymore and I already had that moment of realization where I thought oh wow you know if something like that happens I, I can't just rely on that so I had already started to implement some things before corona that that took off my um reliance on on touring and live shows so it was like it was really weird i'd already had that shock one year before that's important to realize and you said you had all these odd jobs do you ever miss splitting your time between music and you know working at a restaurant or would you rather just work on music full time uh well at the moment i'm happy to just be doing music you know i didn't yeah. really it was it was difficult to be just I mean it was always just this battle of paying the rent you know that was especially when you're making weird music that was just the way it goes you know I think most musicians kind of know that you know and that's why I moved to Berlin because it was cheaper yeah it was just uh it was like someone said to me quite a while ago it was this thing of you know when you start when you become a musician you you become a fish or you learn to swim around the framework you know yeah. and 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 it's that thing of like, I remember at the beginning, I, I found it really difficult because I'd go back to England and my friends would be like, so uh, did you buy a house yet? Oh, are you married yet? Oh, do you have a car or whatever? And like none of these uh, symbols, I, I, I would be like, well, actually, I'm still living in a shared flat and I have a bike and I'm not going out yeah. with anyone. You know, it was just like, yeah, you start to measure yourself against different things. And um, it's just a different, it's just a different life. And I, and I just, and I know that it will have to come to an end at some point. And, and every time I, you know, I keep trying to prolong it. And once in a while, I think I want to quit. But then somehow you just stay in it for whatever yeah. reason. But yeah, but being a musician is definitely not an easy, easy for thing, sure. especially if you're doing like DIY, uh, DIY stuff, you know, there's, mm -hmm. uh, yeah. There's no one, there's no one, there's no one running behind you. You know, I'm running behind yeah. everyone else being right. like, ah, come on, let's do this. <laughs> you know? It's like, there's, yeah, there's like no traditional path to, to get married, buy a house, all of that. You could just have to put on the side and if it happens, it happens kind of thing. But, and it's, it's also, yeah. I think another thing that's weird uh, that I, I, a friend of mine came to visit me recently in the countryside and, you know, a lot of people have this very uh, dreamy picture of musicians. And of course, you do music from the heart. And, you know, I have very strong reasons to do it. Mm -hmm. um, I definitely don't do it to make money. You know, it's not for the business side. But equally, I also have to respect that I need some kind of business skills in order to make it float, because otherwise I would just think, you know, like, like I said, the, I have an infrastructure around me, but it's very DIY, you know. Right. And um, and he was somehow found this really weird to understand. And it's like, yeah, if you want to go into music, you have to understand that it's a lot of multitasking, and um, you need the passion, but you also need to have a little bit of a sense about you and how to get it out, how to you know get people to mm -hmm. believe in what you're doing, and because otherwise you'd just be sitting at home listening to your own music which yeah. is fine you know and I often say to people like when they say oh I don't know how to release it and it's that thing of always just burn a load of CDs and throw them out your window you know it's whatever but you have to understand that I don't know it's a weird it's a weird thing you know I think it's just a lot of people don't quite get all the jobs that go into it if you if you're doing it whatever but of course the music comes first and the creative stuff comes first but yeah I have to do the bloody accounting and all that stuff 
<laughs> which is uh, which is really boring. And one day, I hope I actually earn enough money I can have a lot of assistance to do all the really boring stuff. In the meantime, uh, that's my job, you know. Yeah. But it was the same, you know. I remember when I was working in the restaurant, and and I was it was a pizzeria, and and it was really great. Actually, I really respect the bosses; they were cool. It was one of my favorite jobs. Uh, was it this guy came in? And he was just gross. And then he said to me, oh, I know you. You're that musician, aren't you? And it was just this horrible situation where I was like, yeah. shut up, you know, and I was like, I'll make sure I spit on your pizza. But it's that thing of, you know, people, people <laughs> there's so many power games in this world. And, I mean, luckily, you know, it doesn't really worry me anymore. But, yeah, there's a lot of the world is weird in these ways. But yeah, you need to know why you're doing what you're doing and then it doesn't matter. And then I can say, yeah, I'm working here and that's great. It means I can pay my bands and go on tour because that's what I used to use the money for. I could then mm-hmm. pay the band and, and I didn't. There's so many different dimensions in, in it, you know. Right. You know yeah, done. there should be no shame in working in a restaurant, no matter your age or whatever. Oh, you know, it's exactly. just a job. Yeah. And it, it says more about him than it does about me. Yeah. I mean, now I know that. By the time I was a bit younger and it did really upset me and I was like, mm. yeah. yeah. But it's just like, what an idiot, you know? Yeah. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, cool. So I just want to switch gears a little bit and uh, touch upon your, your two music videos, uh, Finger Pies and Change. I'm wondering, are your outfits and your fashion sense a huge part of your performance or just for those music videos specifically? Uh, well, I really enjoyed working on those ones just because, yeah. the, I mean, for the first one, um, the it's the good friend of mine, Juliana, who does the styling. And, and mm-hmm. I used to live in the back of her shop. Like she has a shop in Berlin and makes all this crazy stuff, you know. And uh, I used to live in this tiny room in the back. And so I know the clothes really well. And, and it's just somehow part of my Berlin experience. Mm-hmm. And she also makes a lot of um, like the white suit. She found that and. Um, I mean, I asked her for a white suit, but she managed to find one for like five, it's a five euro suit, you know what I mean? But the it, it's this thing that's top that's top secret, that is no longer top secret. But the, the, you know, she would often help me find the clothes. I'd say, oh, I really want to get this kind of thing. And she'd find something mm-hmm. crazy. And and I think that was important with this album was somehow to to put all the last 10 years in it, you know, to put, because it is a story of so many things. And so it was important to work with her for that one. Um, and it's a lot about changing identity and about, you know, especially these days where it feels like everyone has to have this personality online and it changes. And one week it's uh, you have that view and next week you're, you've got that view. And so it's a lot about this uh, changing personality. Yeah. Many, many themes, to be honest. And then in the second video, uh, the reason we ended up working with Jill Sander was because I just made the music for their um for the uh what was it women's uh winter fall collection um which was actually cool you know they I don't normally do that kind of thing but they phoned me up like the actual designers Luke and Lucy and they were really they're really cool and you know I I like what they do it's very minimalist and so then I realized we had to do another video and you know because it's all a bit DIY I was thinking oh no I need outfits again I can't ask Juliana again so I, I just sort of emailed them saying could I borrow a load of stuff for the next video and then they said yeah and they mailed it from Italy like overnight delivery a massive box of uh, 
<laughs> which I then sent back the next day. But um, but yeah, it was all a lot of it's just sort of circumstance and life, you know, what it feeds yeah. into these things. But yeah, I love to do it. You know, it was so great to be able to borrow that stuff and 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 put it into the video because it just gives it a whole new dimension, especially working with Sven, who's got a very you know, I love his aesthetic and, and that's why I wanted to work with him. Like there's so many different mediums mm-hmm. to work in. You know? it's, it's fun somehow. Cool. So I have a few more questions and I was wondering, just to follow up with the outfits, is this something you are, are you like generally, do you find yourself a fashionable person in your day to day or is it just strictly for, for the music videos? um it depends I mean I love that's why I love the character of 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 Annika or whatever because it's the you can do what you want and growing up in England you know I sometimes felt quite restricted at times and that's why I like I can just do whatever and I mean Berlin's pretty liberal anyway you can just Mm -hmm. do whatever you want um in terms of being stylish in everyday life I'm I'm a bit um I don't know. I have a lot of stage outfits and, and I, it just goes from, it goes from one extreme to the other. It depends what, what I feel like really. I, I don't know. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm stuck in my head half the time. So sometimes I forget about the other dimensions, yeah. but yeah, I love the, I love the freedom of it. And I love the, the, it as an exploration platform, you know, and, 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 mm-hmm. and, and, and how it can be just fun. And I think it is, it can be a art form, you know, and it is it's another, uh, especially in film and things. I, th- I think it can be, if it's cleverly used, it can really emphasize the point you want to make. Do you have any plans to tour um, in the fall or maybe next um, next winter? Uh, yeah, well, in Europe we, we'll start touring in September and um, and then also in England in in December, um, and then uh, some more shows in Europe like January through to. April and then May looks like we will. Well, we're booked in hopefully to play the states and canada uh it depends on what's going on obviously we're making this solid so i, I really hope it happens so, yeah because it's a, yeah it's a bit of a weird time where everything feels so far away and so many obstacles but yeah right. awesome yeah if you're ever in new york city i would love to come see you at oh, some great. point yeah i'm in in brooklyn right now brooklyn new york oh. so um but Ooh. cool so thank you all right. Have a nice day. Yeah, have a good one.